0: hello and welcome to the kosh i'm your host timber smith good morning kosh listeners how are you doing how's everybody how's it how's the new year kicking off that's what i really want to know is the new year going well for everyone? um it's kind of my thing that i'm thinking about right now um because it feels 2023 feels weird like I personally believe like that odd years are really good for me, but this year just has like these little hinky hiccups that have started happening. And so I'm hoping like, that's just, that's just a January thing. Let's just have hinky hiccups in January and that we head to a space where everything is going to be a fantastic 2023. So, um, before we go any further, the Kosh is a podcast that spotlights people who have had an association with Oshkosh or the surrounding Fox Cities area. Um, weather report for today, it is gloomy. Um, once again, are we sick of this? I don't know if I've ever known a winner to have such gloom for such an extended period of time. It just feels like we're not getting any sun. I need sun, sun creates happiness, sun's one of those things, um, so where's our sun, and why is this year particularly a whole lot of sunless days, I mean, is that just me, have other people noticed that, um, I'm all, you know, is it a thing, I do have one of those happy lights though, and I'm, I'm I haven't used my happy light, but I do have a happy light because people keep saying Timber get a happy light. I got a happy light. I just haven't decided to get happy with the happy light. That's where I'm at with it. So, <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> so I think you know what I'm going to say. Once again, once again, I don't know how I get these amazing, amazing guests. It never, it never it fails, fails, but they continue to make time to be here for cash listeners so one without further ado this week's guest is Carleen grabner did i get that right
1: you got it right
0: oh c c <laughs> one for timber okay we're gonna rack that one on 2023 positive correct name enunciation because normally if if you know i slaughter names <laughs> How are you doing this morning?
1: I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing pretty pretty good. Good. All right, are you ready? I'm ready.
0: All right, fantastic.
1: I have to agree with you too. I have the good years on odds and bad years on evens too. Somebody told me that theory like 10 years ago and so I've paid attention and it does feel like there's a odd even flavor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's I a little don't weird. Yeah, like I feel like odd years are really breakout years for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And even years are just kind of like, meh. All right.
1: I agree. Yeah. Okay. Did you make any New Year's resolutions?
0: Do you do New Year's resolutions?
1: Uh, We do New Year's resolutions as a family. Uh, And one of the funniest things we do is, here's one thing I want you to stop doing in the future. Oh! And we tell each other that. Why does that sound like Festivus? (laughs) It It is pretty fascinating and fun, but also crazy
0: that is the airing of the grievances <laughs> <laughs> that
1: totally
0: is okay that sounds I think other people should do that
1: we um this is a terrible story but I'll tell it anyway about 10 years ago 15 years ago my husband and I he said to me the thing I want you to stop doing is when I used to run on the treadmill I would listen to um The Young and the Restless I'd watch The Young and the Restless and he's like I want you to stop watching The Young and the Restless oh <sighs> And I was like, why? Bruh. Why? What is it to you? Um, and I tried to do it for about three months, and then I found ways to sneak home during the day and walk on the treadmill and all sorts of things. So it's it's been kind of a funny thing to do. Bruh. <laughs> why did he want you to stop watching the young and the restless the characters drive him crazy yeah how intense they are how and I'm, I'm like you're not even in the same room half the time but he claims he can hear them and it drives him crazy it's no.
0: literally a soul opera they're supposed to be
1: i know it's it, the it's the original fake reality tv right you're right and it was just funny though because i'm like trying to find out ways i can sneak and still do it and it was interesting how Yeah, it was a fun little test, but we do still kind of do that.
0: Do they still, actually, do they still show soap operas? Because, I mean, I don't, do they show them during the day anymore? Or do you got to go
1: online and watch them? No, they're on during the day. Mm. I've been watching, I don't watch it regularly. I mean, maybe once a month I'll catch up on Young and the Restless because I watched it with my grandma when I was 11. (laughs) You know, the same people are on it.
0: You know what? I get that so much because here's, you know what our show was? Uh, it was uh, Days of Our Lives. Yeah, sure. Yep. You know, I still remember Marlena and Stefano. Yeah, and not only did we watch Days of Our Lives, which I wasn't something my parents per se watched, or, or my grandfather was a, a a huge soap opera buff. Uh, this World War II veteran—that's oh, how wow. he got down. He
1: <laughs> his entertainment.
0: He he would sit in his his chair and he would watch soaps, and that was like his thing. But when I was in college, that's when we watched. We had an old, you remember the Curtis Mathis big TVs, the big council TVs? Yep, sure. We would drag one outside with lawn chairs mm. and we would watch days.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: We would watch days.
1: That's fantastic.
0: It was fantastic. It's so college.
1: It's fantastic, though.
0: <laughs> and so there was this whole group of dudes yeah, all sitting Out on the front lawn. Oh, I love it. Watching Days of Our Lives.
1: I love it. Yes,
0: we are fascinated by it. All right. Um, Can you please share a little something about yourself, and uh, what is your connection to the cash?
1: So um, I am a born-bred townie. I have uh, never left Oshkosh. I I thought I would, but I didn't. Um, So I've been in Oshkosh, went to UWO. um, Ooh, Titan. mm, Yep, Titan. Yes, uh, I... Proud Titan, um, and then ended up working for the Oshkosh Chamber of Commerce, and now I work for the Oshkosh Area Community Foundation. So I have um, spent my 40-plus years, 47 years, um, working for and promoting and advocating for the community of Oshkosh. Oh, okay. Sometimes it feels beautiful, and then sometimes it feels like I've been pounding my head on the wall for a long time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oshkosh doesn't change easy. Right, right. You know the cash. The cash does change eventually, but it's a slow. Yeah, it's a it's it's kind of like an IV drip.
1: Right. <laughs> yep. And I, and I've heard some of your shows talk about. Um, I've heard some guests talk about how if you move away and come back, you know, um, how we that are consistently here. So it is interesting to hear that philosophy. People that leave and come back are just impressed by all the changes that have happened. But those of us waiting decade after decade. With a plan in front of us sometimes are, you know, skeptic or whatever the right word is.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, when you live here, it feels like that. But, I mean, if you do move away, it's two things, right? If you move away and you come back, I do realize for as long as I've lived in the kosh, there's been a ton of change, mm-hmm. you know, and I recognize it, I respect it, I love it, and that's why I continue to live here. That's why we have the kosh. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's also, I understand that, like, we move slow on a lot of things. Right. Change, change does not come easy for us in, in the cash. It doesn't. No. You no. know, so we, we've got those those old schoolers who, who are hunkered down in how they feel.
1: Correct. And it's always a philosophy that's interesting to try to dissect on some of the things that we, we go up against. Or it's just interesting to try to figure out where that mentality is, if it's our blue collar roots or if it's, um, you know, what, what is promoting some of that? But
0: see, but I mean, we have this dual identity, right? For as much as we do have a strong blue collar roots, we are the center of the third largest university in Wisconsin. So you, you, that you have to meet that where it's at too. Mm -hmm. So it's like this odd dual identity. Yeah. I do feel like change is moving quicker now, but, I think we wait until you can't wait any longer, That's instead true. of being on the on the front end of it. Um, I'm okay. an early adapter type, so I like being on the front end. And instead of letting things become a problem or something we have to change because of the situation, I'd rather change it before and then tweak as we figure it out.
1: Right, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. 100. Right.
0: Um, a little bit about your family, children.
1: Yes, so um, my mother and father are, are still in Ashkash. My brother owns Grabner Glass uh, here in Oshkosh. Um So, yes, we...
0: Yeah. Shout out to Grabner. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes, shout out to Ron. Um, and yes, and then I married an import. Um, he is from Pleasant Prairie in Kenosha area. Bruh. Did you call him an import? I called him an import. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call all the people that move here. Um, again, because... I, I, whatever I should be embarrassed by that, but, um, and we have two children. I have a 15 year old girl and a seven year old boy. So, ooh,
0: yeah, you're in the thick of it.
1: I'm in the thick of it because the girl has the full on drama, and my son is just kind of he's all things that you hear are boy. And I'm not a stereotype person, but it's fascinating how they just become that. So, <laughs> yeah, he's all Bruh. things boy.
0: All <laughs> things. <laughs> boy yes i feel like that should be in the webster dictionary somewhere would there be a picture of him there
1: (laughs) yeah it could be could be (laughs) and all of his friends i used to have um because there's a almost an eight-year age gap between the two and i would do parties at our house for my daughter and i could plan them all out and we'd be playing like halloween bingo and you know all these great things and i had the first party for my son when he was five i think halloween party and All the boys come in and I have this, again, planned out. We're going to do a mommy. We're going to do Halloween bingo. We're going to do all these great things. And then one boy fell when he walked into the house. He slipped and everybody started jumping on each other and tripping each other and tackling each other. And that's the way the rest of the party went. And it was like so different to watch.
0: So basically you had a WWE
1: birthday party. Yep. Yep. You got it right.
0: Actually, that sounds fantastic. (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm just saying in reality, that sounds about right, though. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know, I think I screamed at the top of my lung, lung at some point, And my daughter's like, they're not going to play Halloween bingo. And I'm like, sit down and play Halloween bingo.
0: Oh, no, they're not about that life. <laughs> nope. And maybe you should have made it where like you made WWE boy bingo.
1: Correct. <laughs> I, have, I have adjusted the parties. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. Yeah,
0: that is Fantastic. <laughs> All right. You ready to jump into the first segment? Sure. First segment is called What in the World is Going On With? This is where you start with the phrase, what in the world is going on
1: with, and you tell us something that is on your mind. So I guess what in the world is going on with uh, youth sports? Bruh. That, um, I mean, there's many topics I could say, what in the world is going on with, but the youth sports, um platform right now um from a job angle from a foundation angle and studying issues and and just watching it myself because my daughter and my son are in the thick of it it is fascinating to see what we've done to kids with all these clubs and um traveling teams and
0: look do they have time to be kids no like no and and what it does the the parent schedule
1: it's it's crazy and I I can talk both sides of the fence on this subject because my daughter is in a club, a national club volleyball team. Mm. Um practices four nights a week. We travel everywhere and and she absolutely loves it. So it's it's beautiful to watch and, and see because she does love it. Um but yeah our family splits apart on weekends and all these things that i i would have never thought i would do nor do i know if it's the right way to go but it's interesting watching my son who is not an athlete he's only in second grade and getting him in in basketball leagues and things like that the competition already is just smoking him and and i'm like he's seven and I can see how remembering watching my daughter go through the whole thing and now looking at my son, who's not going to be athletic I, as much. She was. Um, and I'm like, man, we're behind light years already. And it's crazy to feel that way.
0: Yeah, it is at that age. No doubt. Um, at that age. It, it's something I learned when um, you know I coached uh, rec league here um, uh, for soccer. For mm. girls. Okay. And like the first things I remember them telling me was to just make sure that they grow a love of the sport. Right. Right. Just focus on that. Like Teach them the basics, you know, and no matter what, just make sure they're having fun. So there's love of the sport. They'll figure out if they want to be good at it. Right. If they want to practice harder or pursue it further later on. But just make sure don't ruin the sport for our youth. And I always kept that in mind. And, um, I like to think I did a decent job at that. Good. Well, you know what? Here's the funny Cause thing. Cause you have daughters. I got a daughter, a daughter. Yes. And, uh, here's the funny thing about that. Like I'm at the point now that I run into them and they're grown mm-hmm. because my daughter's 25. So these young ladies are somewhere between 24 and 26 when I run into them. And so they're grown, grown, they're, they're lady ladies. And, um, they always take the time to say hello because I can't recognize them anymore.
1: Right. 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 That's fantastic.
0: You know, because uh, this coaching period went from U10 through U12. And uh, and I, I don't always recognize them, but they always run up and say, hey, are you uh, Mr. Timmer? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was on your blah, blah, blah team. I loved it. So, and I'm just like. So, you made an impact. Uh, I did. Mm-hmm. I did what they told me to do. That's Fantastic. Yeah, it is. It yeah. feels good because you know, uh, if you didn't, if they didn't like me, I'm sure they wouldn't walk up to me and share that. Correct.
1: <laughs> Correct. Correct. No. So
0: I always keep that in mind. Um, there is, there is a fantastic uh, UWO soccer's coach when there was still a men's soccer team. Um, I can't think. I should totally know his name because it's the it's uh, Toby. Toby Barnes. Okay. He was the one that gave me that advice. Uh, shout out to Toby, and um, it's just such solid—it's such a solid piece of advice.
1: Yeah, it is. And from a from a work standpoint, the the thing I see coming in the future, and I think part of the future is already here, but um, the socioeconomic divide that happens when the families that can afford Bruh. the traveling teams, which I mean, it's become a line item on our family budget that we've had to sacrifice other things for, but many families can't do that. And now, um, you're, you're just making the divide between the kids that can afford it and the kids that can't, the kids that have the opportunities and the kids that can't. And, and I'm finding now watching my son, there isn't a lot of opportunities for just the kids to play, you know, like pickup sports, like they used to be, or different leagues where it's not like, you know, we win (laughs) or die kind of leagues. So I think it's going to be interesting to see where that lands us in ten years.
0: Well, I I think it's been going on for ten years or more, um, and you're right because if you do, you know I think we all secretly have aspirations for our children, right? Absolutely. And then, you know, if you see a little twinkle in their eye or you see uh, they might have had that one good game and you're like, oh, yeah, you want to do traveling teams and all of that or uh, leagues. Uh, and you're just like, man, you start putting that money and that's serious money. It is because the league itself may have a cost. And that might it. Some are affordable. Some are not, depending on where you're located. Um but then you get to the traveling part. Sometimes you got to stay in these hotels and stuff. Yeah. That's like, seriously. Bruh. Yeah. Heavy.
1: For sure it is. And then my final comment on this, and then I'll be quiet, but um, is seriously, and I know you're going to say, too, this has been going on forever, too, but what in the world has happened with our audiences and our, um, you know, parents? And it never ceases Bruh. to amaze me when I go to these games and the people that are, tearing down the referees and now I guess there is a shortage on refs because why would you do that? Facts. Um, yeah. Facts. Right. So it's 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 interesting. And now um in front of a lot of a lot of the games we go to, there's a 20 minute speech on how you're supposed to behave in the audience. And for me, I just sit there and listen and go, I can't believe all of us grown ups in this room have to be lectured. On how to behave. I mean, it just shows what we didn't do to get to that point.
0: Oh, my God. that's such a good point. Mm-hmm. That is such a powerful point. Because here's the thing. You know what I couldn't do? I couldn't do parents who wished harm on children during games. Yeah. Like, because of whatever. Uh, or they're telling their kid to
1: knock them down or, da, 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 you right. know.
0: And, and I only know girls' soccer.
1: Which is intense? That's Which a is super sport.
0: intense? Yep. Like yep. Not, not like it's kind. No, it's highly, highly intense. All soccer is highly intense, but I think uh, women's soccer, girls' soccer, is no joke. Yeah, no joke at all. And to and then the frustration and how angry. There was nothing to me. Like I was one of these parents that just sat silent. I just sat, talked to other parents, and and just let it go. Observed. Observed, right. Let it be what it be, because, you know, it is what it is. Um, But other parents I I watched, it, like, in some of these leagues, you know, the ref is a kid. Right, right. There is 15, 16, 17-year-old, stuff at the Y, and to see these parents get really aggressive with this kid. And I'm thinking, would you want someone to get that aggressive with your kid? Right. Right. That's wild. Yeah, it is wild. Good point.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Exhausting point, but
0: it's, it it needed to be said though. Um, My, what in the world is going on with is uh, what in the world is going on with uh, and this is going to have a story with it. What in the world is going on with rainy days that still produce like ice instantaneously?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so there was a day, and here, here's where I mean with that. Bruh. There was a day this week where it was raining, right? But because the sidewalks are frozen, it's hitting our sidewalk. And it's instantly freezing, so the i the sidewalk was pure ice, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense because if it's warm enough that it's raining and it's not snowing, it shouldn't be freezing on the ground. But it was freezing on the ground, so there was this thin layer of ice, right? Now, why do I gripe about that? Because once again, I know you're going to tell me I live in Wisconsin, Timber. You live in Wisconsin. I hear this all the time. <laughs> it's one of those things, right? But I'm I, once again. If you know, you know, I have an agreement with God. I only complain the cold half of the year.
1: Oh, my gosh, that's funny. <laughs>
0: well, it's not fair to complain all the year, no, right?
1: No, you're happy that it's six months. Yeah,
0: so I'm going to complain the cold half. That's my my thing. So the day this week where it was raining and it was hitting the ground, but it was freezing. There's this layer of ice. So I, me and Bosco, the podcast dog, have to go out. And Bosco, the podcast dog, refuses to poop in his own yard.
1: Mm-hmm. So you gotta
0: take Bosco down the block. Or walk. Or poop walk. Right. So we take him early in the morning. And I'm doing my penguin walk down mm-hmm. there, right? Because I, I see what's going on. I ain't new to this. You know, this is Wisconsin. Bruh. I'm not new to this. I'm born and raised. Right. And get down to the corner. Now the corner is his favorite spot. But there's also a dog that's one house from the corner that lives in that house, oh, right? No. Yes. So, Bosco knows this spot is one of his favorite spots to lift a leg, you know, and and sniff around and let her know, "Hey, I'm Bosco the podcast dog. I'm here. I'm here to let you know I'm here." They are sitting on their porch, which the porch is on the side of their house and they have the door open. So, pa- Bosco. Now, mind you, I'm I'm pain when walking. It's super slippery. I'm almost dying. I've almost tweaked <laughs> my back several times lost my knee and a hip because i'm at that age yep (laughs) that's real stuff (laughs) he starts pulling i'm like bosco don't don't do that so he pulls and he pulls himself out of his collar oh no and runs in their house oh no oh that's classic classic oh my gosh right so i'm like damn now luckily these people know us because once again we do this walk every day this has been going on for a long time, so we know most of the dog owners on the block. And the lady, the lady, is totally like, "Hey, you know," and talking. And he dips right in the house because he sees the dog and wants to. Oh so I'm like, "Damn!" And to make things worse, I have a poop bag in my hand, right? Yep. So I'm going, so I go around to their house, right? Because it's an older lady, so she can't catch Bosco. She couldn't even move.
1: So now you're in their house. I'm
0: in their house, <laughs> chasing Bosco around. And I got my poop bag in my hand. I catch him and I get his collar back on and I put him down. And what does he do? (gasps) He pulls himself out of it again. Oh. And starts running around. So then I have to put the poop bag down. (laughs) So I put the poop bag down and I'm trying to catch him. They're trying to talk to me and I'm trying to catch him and oh wrangle gosh. him in. How fun. Oh yeah and I and here's the thing. Uh, he had just got groomed so his collar was a little too loose mm. and I couldn't take the time to really adjust right because I'm trying to do all this because also I need to go to work. <laughs> this is all in the morning. <laughs> you're loving this. I
1: do love it because I got a puppy too or a so, dog too. <laughs> so
0: I finally I, I get him. I decide not to put the collar on him, right? I lost the poop bag. Oh, no. In their house. In their house. And I let them know, hey, just so you know, I had a poop bag. Don't know where the poop bag is, but I'm leaving the poop bag in your house. <laughs> and they were very cool about it. They're like, oh, I will find the poop bag. We'll throw the poop bag out. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad about this. Right. So I got Bosco in my hands. Right. Oh. And I'm doing the penguin walk down their sidewalk to the sidewalk.
1: That's also slippery. That's
0: also slippery. And right before I step off one stair onto the main sidewalk, my feet fly in the air. Oh, no. I throw Bosco in the air. Mind you, he's not collared. (laughs) And my life flashed before me.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's a bad morning.
0: I (laughs) I was so mad at him. We're still working it out. We're still working it out. I'm not going to lie. There's still, there's still some, some, there's still feelings. I'm still in my feelings about this. So.
1: Now you're laying on the ground. Now I'm
0: laying on the ground. Oh my gosh. In my work clothes. With ice. And I'm trying to, and I'm trying to get back up. (laughs) And all I'm worried about (laughs) is because you know how this works. I'm at the age that you don't really know how bad you're hurt till tomorrow. (laughs)
1: y'all know so
0: i i'm getting up and i'm like oh okay hip still moving knee still works back still is flexible at this moment but i know tomorrow morning tomorrow morning i'm gonna pay i'm gonna pay so i i have to wrangle him i catch him again i put his collar back on and we start walking so we're heading back towards the house why do you do it again in the middle of the block Oh, my gosh. So he pulls himself out of the collar again because now it's a game. Yeah. Now he's like, hey. This I'm is fun. A, I'm having a good time. Watching my
1: I, owner go crazy. That's right. Why am I doing this whole <laughs> collar thing?
0: Oh, my God. This collar freedom. Freedom of collar is such a thing. bro. So I catch him again. And this time, because Bosco doesn't really run away. He dances around you. He antagonizes you. He lets you know and once again i'm just dancing on the ice i catch him again and i'm carrying the carrying him now cuz i'm done i'm done with the collar i'm right. frustrated i right. I'm, I'm i've sim- learned, learned. he <laughs> taught he has taught me <laughs> and i'm carrying him down the block and why did one of my neighbors decide that they were going to come out my come out the house and go timber what's up scott is that you carrying your dog <sighs> yes scott yes it is And I just felt shame. I just felt shame. (laughs) So that is it.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's classic.
0: That is a classic. And and I am not exaggerating about any of this. This is how it all went down. And just to be sure to give the full report the next day, totally, it was the knee. It was the knee that had the tweak. And uh, it took me it took me uh, about three quarters of a day to get the knee back right. <laughs> oh my gosh,
1: that's scary though. Nowadays, falling on ice is I I know exactly what morning you're talking about because I took our dog. Her name is Bagel, after Lake Winnebago and walked with her. And after two houses that morning was like it is awful it is it was raining so i was like prepared for rain like you said and walked her two houses and then i proceeded to i just walked in people's yards so i got off the sidewalk and just walked in people's yards because there was the sidewalk was sheets of ice yep so but oh my gosh that's a great story you didn't
0: tweak anything i didn't
1: tweak anything your story's better though (laughs) no it's fun
0: (laughs) oh there was nothing fun about that i was an angry angry (laughs) pup owner that day i love it so we're still working out our relationship <laughs> all right we're gonna jump into the next segment the next segment is word association and we start with the all-time unifying word which is food
1: oh, food mm-hmm. so what do i think of when you say food yeah uh cheese and crackers bruh what oh a i love cheese and crackers um if, yeah, if I had one thing I could eat the rest of my life only, it would be cheese and crackers. Um, It's funny, I came to the realization, though, 10 years ago, my, my father was a CPA. And back in the day, I think it's still that way, but back in the day, my mother would make our family of four every single night, um, probably five nights a week at least, sit down and eat together. And he would, during tax season, wouldn't get home till like 9 o'clock at night. However, my mother still made the four of us sit down and eat, which is hysterical when I look back because I'm like, my father didn't want to eat with us, nor did we want to wait. But she would feed us cheese and crackers. As we were hungry at five, we'd get a new Ritz. And then we were hungry at six, and we'd get townhouse. And we were, and so I think I fell in love with it because I ate so much of it. But I love cheese and crackers.
0: Oh, do we have a favorite cheese? And I heard you say townhouse, which is one of my favorite crackers. That's buttery <laughs> oh, it's yumminess. So butter.
1: It's so naughty. It's like the naughty cracker.
0: <laughs> it,
1: is. it is. I don't know
0: if I've ever heard anyone put naughty and cracker in the <laughs> yeah. same sentence well, <laughs> together. Because
1: <laughs> you're right. It's like a slab of butter on top of a salted <laughs> cracker. But yeah, if that's probably my favorite. I do love that nowadays um, places like Wagner Market and stuff have... Like all those fancy crackers, because it's interesting to try. But Townhouse is the classic.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Um, cocktail or beer? Um, I I like both actually. Yeah. I uh, last night actually had a couple Angry Orchards, um, and I will do a cocktail once in a while too. Yeah, I like them both.
0: Do you have a favorite?
1: Cocktail wise, I, I like tequila the best. Um,
0: oh man, that's
1: dangerous. Well, it is dangerous, but I feel like um, I have never anything but happy when I drink tequila. Where other things, I'll get a headache or whatever. But yeah, and beer, I like. Angry, I like the apple flavor beers, angry okay. Orchard, and all that kind of stuff.
0: Like those too. Yeah, but I can only do two.
1: Yeah, that's what I did too. Yep. Yeah,
0: because um, I don't know. It, Gets
1: a little. Yeah. Something.
0: something. I don't even know what to call it. Because yeah, they're not really necessarily sweet, sweet. No. But they're they're something. Correct.
1: All right. Um concert. Oh, what do I think of when you say concert? Uh Sting.
0: Did you go to one?
1: I went to um, seven or eight. <gasps>
0: Bruh. What's up with that?
1: Uh he's my all time favorite. Um and yeah, he's I, I just think he's incredible. I just think he's great. Where'd you see him at? Uh, Milwaukee, Madison, Chicago—has Sting been all those places nearby? Well, it's probably within the last, let's say, fifteen years. Okay, I have not seen him since he was on the Summerfest grounds for Italian Fest or whatever one of those was. Um, but I bet you I haven't seen him in like four or five years. But he's—I just think he's—I think he's talented. I, yeah, I just all love all things about him. I think him and his wife's relationship is amazing. I think how, yeah, I just think he's a good human. And I love his music.
0: Bruh. love it.
1: Streaming. Streaming. Um, When I think of streaming, I think of Apple TV. And it's not because there's a show I watch. um, Although I I do love, love Ted Lasso. Oh, we are...
0: This is a Ted Lasso loving show. Yeah. We love Ted Lasso.
1: I mean, how can you not? I almost say. But I believe I've had about five drag out fights with some of my friends that I know love similar shows who are like, I am not getting any more streaming channels. And I'm like, you have to get Apple. You have to see Ted Lasso. Anyway, Apple just did a three month free and I pretty much went to all of their houses and signed them up for Apple so they could watch Ted Lasso and everybody (laughs) loved it.
0: You did that for your friends?
1: Yes. Because it's great. It's a great show. It's such a feel-good show. Such a feel-good
0: show. And the characters.
1: Are priceless.
0: Right. You can't. You're vested. Like, I found myself highly vested with all of the characters. Agree.
1: Yeah, I agree. So,
0: I can't wait. And I'm kind of mad that this third season's taking so long.
1: Yeah. and And they haven't said anything. I figured somebody had told me in January they'd at least announce when it's coming out, but I, I have not heard anything.
0: Ted Lasso and Stranger Things. That is, those are the two shows that frustrate me about their time frames. Yeah, They're, they're taking too long.
1: Too much in between.
0: Yeah, hook
1: yeah. us up. Yep. My other favorite, obviously, is Ozark, though, which I think the rest of the world love, too, but those, oh. those are my favorite, too. I've never watched Ozark. Oh, my gosh, you need to. Yeah? Jason Pateman, oh, my gosh. And Podcast World, do you do Smartless? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh, Timber. Hook me up. Smartless. You have to do Smartless. Smartless? Yes. It's Will Arnett, uh, Sean Hayes from Will & Grace, and Jason Bateman. And it might be the best podcast besides yours that I have ever, ever listened to.
0: Oh, I like that shout out. I'll take that. And Smartless. Smartless. Done. I'm going to start listening to that next
1: week. You should. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Um, Shop local. Absolutely. Absolutely. As much as you can. Um, because I worked at the chamber, it was, you know, and because my, my family is all entrepreneurs, um, that has been ingrained in me since I was two years old with pigtails at church with my father. It was always do business, local, um, shop local connections are local, all of it. You got a favorite local place? I go in phases, right? Depends what I'm in the mood for. Um, you're stealing my shout outs though, because I was going to shout out to these, but. um yeah,
0: do them multiple times. Okay.
1: <laughs> Elsewhere um, is great. The new, you know, gift coffee shop. Love it. Yeah, it, it's great. And I had a few, what the heck am I going to do for a Christmas gift moments? Went in there and was like, oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. Um, and I'm also a big Wagner Market fan. I mean, me too. Yeah. Their, their specialty meats, all that good stuff is perfect. It's all about those brats. Yeah. The <laughs> flavored brats.
0: Yep. Can I get one of those red, white, and blues, and uh, you know, yep. <laughs> gummy yep. bear brat? You yep. know, and then,
1: the yeah. everything in the kitchen brat or something? I don't. Yeah, where they throw it all together. I'm like, uh, I'm whatever's scared. left over. I'm scared of that one. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I haven't oh, done man. that yet. Never be
0: scared. <laughs> <laughs> Not of a brat. <laughs> That's so fantastic. Okay, um, diversity.
1: Um. Again, born, bred, townie. So my answer to diversity is um, I think we're getting there. Um, I think we are becoming more of a melting pot than we were two decades ago, for sure. I think we're starting to see um, more businesses pop up that, you know, have some culturistic backgrounds and all those types of things. Um, but I also, in a, in the other side of the coin way, I, I hope that people – go gracious on us because this community is learning every day on how to be inclusive in, in all of the, those good words um, because we weren't. And it's not our fault that we weren't a melting pot before, but we are becoming that way. And I think um, people have to embrace and come with us on the ride, if that makes sense.
0: No, that makes a lot of sense. The, the only thing I would, I would question is that, like, I would say Ashcash had the opportunity to diversify earlier, and I do think there was pushback on that. Do you? yes, yeah. There's a history. There's there's history there. Um, to the where there there's a it's it's documented history. Okay. Where um, yeah, yeah. That's a, and that's a, that's that's what I'll say.
1: Good. Well, and I always love um. I'm an advocate for people that have stories to prove me wrong, to prove others wrong, to, you know, educate more on stuff because, yeah, it takes all people.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, no, no. And and, and I'll keep it simple because it's such it's something that's constantly brought up is the fact that, you know, Oshkosh was a sundown town for a long time. And that's where they chased any the people of color out of the town by sundown. And it wasn't just Oshkosh, that was actually the entire region. So it's not it's not a thing. Right. But nothing to me says unwelcoming right. than that. Right.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right.
0: So so that's that's like a historical context part of of who, who this place was. But then there's the I do think it's such a good place to live. And, um, you know, and then we've also had the university, which has a big part of, um, helping, helping the community as far as, um, changing, changing demographics and trends. And then there's simply put, um, economic, uh, private sector needs mm-hmm. talent. Mm-hmm. People need talent, workers. Um, and so there you, you have to, and that's, and so I want to reference back to what we talked about earlier where, you know, uh, I'd rather us be early adapters and wish we could have had an attitude of, Hey, you know, let's make this some really welcoming place. We'll bring in diverse talent and stuff like that. Um, versus the, uh, these outsiders are coming here mm-hmm. and, and having feelings about it and, and not having open arms about that scenario. Right. And now I feel we're more in a place of um, tolerance okay. because now we're past the point where we've already changed. Right. We are who we are now and Oshkosh is diverse.
1: Right. Yep. You know, absolutely.
0: Um, and once again, as I, and I do say this often, you know, the school system is the teller of all things. And our school system right now is, is if I, the last number I heard uh, 27% students of color.
1: Correct. Yep.
0: So that's a little over one out of four.
1: Right. So that's our future.
0: That's now. Mm -hmm. That's not even future. That's now because those kids have parents and they're here.
1: Yep. You're right. Yep.
0: So what it really is, it's an easy telltale. And then it definitely is the future Mm -hmm. of who we are. So I'm always like, all right, you know, we, we, we gotta, we, we have to embrace it and just say, all right, gosh, we're different now. Right which guess what we are different now and there are really good things happening in those, in those spaces. So I do think we're on it.
1: Yeah. Good.
0: Um, community,
1: uh, community. When I hear the word community, I think of, um, I don't know how to be not be cheesy, but, um, love. I mean, I just, I think Ashkosh, um, I, I just think we're a great community. I just do. I think um, I've had, sadly, some kind of tragic situations happen um, with my health, with um, some of my friends actually have passed away very young in this community, um, and to watch, and being in the philanthropy business, um, people rally, people help, um, people truly care, and um, people watch from afar, which I, I guess, you know, maybe this goes on everywhere. I don't know, because I've never been anywhere else, but how they come forward um, in time of need is is incredible. Facts. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. I think we're gonna take a commercial break. Sounds good. Okay.
1: Hi, I'm Don Gulki, the Executive Director of Casa of the Fox Cities. Science proves that one consistent adult can change the story of a child. Could that one person be you? Become a court-appointed special advocate. Build a relationship with a child, help identify their needs, and give that child a voice in a process that can otherwise feel lonely. Contact us today. Children who have experienced abuse and neglect can't wait. Learn more about CASA of the Fox Cities at
0: casafc.org or call Leah at 920-257-4733. Okay, we're back. Next segment, Cash Hidden Gems. This is your opportunity to tell us about something out here, whether it's in the cash or the surrounding Fox Cities area, um, that you think is a gem. And it could be something everybody knows something about, or um, and maybe they don't know this one aspect about it. Or it's something that uh, maybe no one knows anything about. What do you have?
1: Oh, gosh. I have a couple things in my head. Um, awesome. I know. I always need to narrow things down. I'm not good at that. Um, I think our hidden gem is our youth, um, which is going to sound cheesy again. But um, No, I'm going to celebrate
0: that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I, that's fantastic.
1: It is fantastic. We do a, a girls granting group every, here and there. And um, we bring all these groups of girls from all the high schools together and Kind of dissect what they're really going through in the hallways of high school now in in this moment, um, and then we give them money and let them give it away. But I never, I am so amazed every time these girls get in the room how how smart they are, how um, innovative they are, how much they know that we forget how how, how much they know. So I I just think um, I wish as a community when we did more when we do more collaborating and what's gonna happen here and where for the future we brought our youth to the table more than we do. And obviously our college is huge too. So I mean when I say youth I'm thinking all of the above. I mean kids are creative. Facts. Yeah, facts. My other hidden gem always is Waterfest. I mean I think Waterfest is just dynamite, but
0: I like Waterfest. I would um but I haven't been in a long time. Last time I think I went was uh it was a one uh, when Michael McDonald came.
1: Oh yeah, that's a while ago.
0: Yeah, that was a while ago. So, I'm always hopeful I'd like
1: to see them uh
0: change up some of our some of our acts. Yeah. You know.
1: It's the same gentleman that does it Mike Dempsey. So, I think he brings his flavor that he knows and likes and I wish personally more concert people would put themselves out there and try more concerts there, which would be beautiful as well, but yeah,
0: that's probably a good call. But yeah, I would I would love them to take Waterfest and, um, you know, just add a few other acts that haven't traditionally been coming to Waterfest for a right. long time. Right. Which I mean, the ones that do come are very good and, you know, they're familiar to the community and that. But, I, you know, um, our community is changing. So I think there's an opportunity there to to bring in some different looking talent. Yep. Um, What's the cash need?
1: its needed in Ashkash, Um
0: for the region, it doesn't have to be
1: Ashkash specific. More um more big business, I think. Um more influx of people. Um we I know we talk about brain drain and all that as communities, but I we do need we need new blood here. We need more. We need more people.
0: Um I, I like that. I, I like that. But here's my thing: we have this university. So, do we need more people, or do we need to find a way to retain the talent that comes? Mm-hmm. Both, because I think that's really where where the sweet spot is. Is like um, we once again have the third largest university with a whole lot of amazing, amazing majors that produces. You know, we have one of the top business colleges in, mm-hmm. in the state, nursing colleges in the state, or programs, I mean. Um, and we the talent's here. Mm-hmm. They're familiar with the region. While they go to school here, they're usually, you know, the, due to the fact that the way things are designed, they find their internships, they get immersed, they connect with these businesses, uh, you know, all of them, the Amcors and the Oshkosh Corp and such. So... Is it other places are trying to get talent? I feel we need to have a strategy to retain
1: talent. Right. And retaining talent then requires that talent to be useful in X organization. So I feel like we also need more organizations for these kids or more entrepreneurial opportunities, which there's a lot of people in this community that keep trying incubators and things like that to keep um, some of these entrepreneurial minds and talented, you know, youth here but i think it's a chicken and the an egg but it's that's what we need more of yeah
0: i also think it's one of these things where we're it's, it's the communities in this space where people don't always realize what they have until they leave it and they come right. back because like it's a huge boomerang community right? right how many people first of all let's not even get into our locals uh our local youth who are like there's no way i'm staying here <laughs> I've got one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no way I'm staying here. And they leave, but then the minute when life progresses, you're in a different place. Maybe you've got a partner, maybe there's children, maybe. You, and then all of a sudden this place is like, oh my God, it was everything that I, I thought I would want as an adult adult. Correct. Right. And so I find that boomerang effect. I won't even tell you like, um, you know, working in an, Appleton how many people i talk to who are boomerangers yeah you know and they're in that um i want to say early 30s early 40s stage where they they were here and they left and then they're finding their way back and they they have such a different take on the community when yeah. they come back
1: yeah well and and you know we're born where we're born whether it's california wisconsin the east coast wherever um but you know, I was born here, and I was one of those youth. I am out of here the second I am 18 and didn't, and I'm glad I didn't because um, is there a million other beautiful places you could live? Yeah, but my family's here. My closest friends are here, and having children and having all those people around you to help you navigate that world um, is so important. Oh, facts. hmm Okay.
0: Um, next segment the naughty slash heroes corner uh the naughty slash heroes corner is where you get an opportunity to place a thing a person uh uh, an organization or whatever in the naughty or the heroes corner and share with us why so what are you thinking
1: um i'll start with heroes uh and this is reflective of of this moment in time, 2022, 2023. Um, And I would say a hero is John Casper. To me, John Casper was the CEO of the Oshkosh Chamber of Commerce for 35, I think it's 35 years, and and just retired. So when I think of, um, and he's kind of always been a quiet leader. Um, When I think of this moment in time, someone who's a hero, I think it's him. He gave a lot of years to this community. And yeah, I think, I think, He deserves to be recognized. Okay. Awesome. And when I think of naughty um, people, I think of um, nothing chaps me more than when I'll be somewhere and people will say, well, I really hope that that business or that place or that organization succeeds and um, continues to go on about how much they hope it succeeds but are not part of the solution. Bruh. I, I, I can't handle it. I, you know, I'll, I'm sure I shouldn't be doing this, but I will pick on the arena. Um, everyone wants it here. Everyone thinks the family activities are great and everyone has their reasons for saying whatever they do, but you know, we'll sit in front of me and say, I just want it to be successful. Okay. Well then be part of the solution. Go to things. Yeah. And I, I just, I get, I get very angry. I, I understand what they're saying. And maybe you can't go to it or maybe there's something you didn't like or whatever, but don't, if you're not going to be a part of the solution, then don't talk about what you think is wrong, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah.
0: Look, yeah. once again, just like uh, I'm, I am I can't. Oh, my God. I feel that on so <laughs> many levels. And I say that because just like I just talked to you about Waterfest changing up. Mm-hmm. My thing was this. When the arena brought in different acts, things I want to see. I want to see some ludicrous, I yes. want to see Nelly. Uh, I want to see Gladys Knight. And I wanted to see the temptations. Guess what I did? I bought tickets to all of them. Awesome! And I went to all of them. And I have seen and uh, heard season tickets like this arena. I know what this arena is for this region, particularly for the cash. Um, and I'm gonna back it up. Good. And uh, and attend things. And and I do agree with you. Like, um, if people want to, you know, how many people have you heard? There's nothing to do around here. Yeah. Right. Well, right. no. There's things to do. Right. There's there's these amazing things they do in our park systems. There's Waterfest. There's uh, there's things they do on Main Street. There's just tons of effort, right, being put forth. Uh, there's the Grand. Um, there's paint art. I mean, we have things. You need to go do things.
1: We have a lot of things. We really do. When you dive in, we have a lot as a community, especially of this size. And I'm always a big one. Some people, you know, time and money, right? Those are the two big treasures. If you can't afford to go or you don't have the money or the time to go, there's other ways to support things. I mean, you can support them by um, forwarding a Facebook post or there's a million other ways nowadays to support if you – can't buy a ticket to the show there's other ways and and i just i just think those are excuses and and wasted energy for people to complain about
0: Bruh. facts facts all right okay uh, we're going to take a, another quick commercial break did you know there are children in the fox valley in need of hearing aids but Their parents struggle to provide them because of lack of insurance or high copays? I am Juliette Sturkins, audiologist and board member of Here in the Fox Cities, and proud that this small local nonprofit organization has She's helped fund hearing aids for some 30 kids. Your donation would help more children here. Visit hereinthefoxcities.org to learn more. And to see their smiles, every child deserves to hear. All right. New commercial, y'all. As you can tell, we have got a new commercial I am super proud of. Thank you so much, um, Dr. Sturgins, for uh, making that happen. We appreciate it. And you know, it's that time to show. Mm-hmm. Every time it makes me happy, yes, yes. Actually, if you could have saw uh, Carlene's face as I just did that, she was like, "What just happened?"
1: That was, a, <laughs> that was a big climactic moment. Well, it
0: is because it's your topic of the week. So, our topic of the week is.
1: I'm going to say mental health.
0: All right, let's
1: go. Uh, I guess again at this moment in time, um and I think in every area around us, mental health is such a huge conversation. Um, The women's fund with the foundation about two months ago brought Sue Klebold to Oshkosh. Sue is the mother of Dylan Klebold, one of the two Columbine shooters. Um, And she first spoke out five years ago. And um, so we brought her to Oshkosh to have some like extremely raw, honest conversation and one of the things the foundation is working on is is parenting focus groups, parenting work. Um, and when you you look at everything you do in your life, you get training, you get all these things, and when you become a parent, there's no book for that. And I think um, parenting is one of the, the hardest jobs there is, but you smash that together with the world around us right now, and I think mental wellness... Um, is just so important for not just our kids, but for us as, as parents. Um, Sue Klebold opened my eyes to so many things to think through and think about. And, and she was just so honest of things to do with your children or don't do with your children or, you know, hindsight 2020. And I, I've said it a few times. I look at her and think she's one of the bravest moms I've ever encountered in my entire life that she gives that message out to communities
0: that's got to be hard
1: Mm -hmm. because as a parent
0: how do you i don't know your child is your child so you feel like you you have part you have a huge part of play about who they come and if they do something horrific
1: it would sit on my soul Mm -hmm. oh and it sits on her soul you know, um, and that's why she didn't speak for 18-ish years. Um, but I think she thought she had a voice to give to other communities of, you know, um, her big thing is stop answering. I guess my topic of the week is mental health and parenting. But her her big line is stop fixing and start listening. Um, and it happens to me every day. My daughter came in the other day and having neck issues and back issues, and I'm like, making chiropractor appointments and making doctor appointments and blah, 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 blah. And that night I went after Sue Klebold. I heard that message. I went and sat in my room and was like, that was another example where I could have just been listening to my child as opposed to always trying to fix. Um, and she said, you know, that that is a huge thing. Stop, you know, start listening and start asking more. Tell me more. Um, so the parent-child relationship is is something that's my topic of the week.
0: That is powerful. I love that. That quote on so many levels is so powerful. Stop fixing, start listening. Because I do, I do think so many of us, um, we want to make things better. Mm-hmm. Like inherently, uh, we're good people. Someone tells us something's wrong and we go to that place of just, how do I fix it? Mm-hmm. You know? When the fixing would happen during the listening per se, Mm -hmm.
1: please share more. Yeah. And, And many times it does. I mean, many times there, there is ways to fix things, but I think what we're, we're doing is, yeah, we're, we're not listening long enough. We're just not, we're, and especially when you're a parent, your, your job, you think is to, you know fix everything um and and make it better and easier if you can which is also a a topic of discussion but you know um I just think she made some really keen points on how to just be there you know just just be there
0: so is looking back on it from what she shared is that what her big takeaway was is that she she could have been listening better Yeah. And maybe that would have helped. Yes. Prevent.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think she, um, yeah, I think her message definitely was, was that. Um, and I think we had, you know, probably all on all, all day long, probably 700 people in the audience, um, that took that away, and and sometimes I think we dig so deep to find solutions to problems, and what she says is a solution is easy, but it's it does take reminder to tell yourself that, especially in the busy world we all live in, that, you know, stop and, and don't fix and ask more questions, get off your phone, pay better attention. Um, we've started a podcast through... Um, a partnership with Go Oshkosh Kids, um, which is Go Valley Kids, is where it originated, Um, a wonderful, wonderful partnership, excuse me. Um, And we've done about seven or eight podcasts, and and a couple of them have been about mental health and our youth, and and the podcast is geared towards trying to be better parents. Um, And, yeah, it's it's interesting. We are all moving at 300 miles an hour and – We all know that what our youth needs is just time and attention. And it's hard. It's hard to slow down.
0: Oh, yeah. Well,
1: you know, this
0: is such a full circle episode uh, because we talked about it earlier. All these activities and involvement and stuff. And you're thinking about the next thing and you're thinking about scheduling. And uh, when all of that's, when you're processing all of that and doing all of that, that does. Make listening challenging.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And, you know, we owe it to our kids and we owe it to the community that we're raising. Um, and I I do believe that that's why our women's funds started paying attention to what can we do for parents because they are raising our future. So how can we support them better? Um they're the ones raising the future i mean they really are you got the teachers in there and you have all these things but if we can help parents do their job even just a little bit better i think that's really important
0: and listening is uh such a good no-cost solution
1: right right (laughs) right and it's hard i mean i have to have talks with myself when i'll go in my daughter's room at night and just be like stop thinking about the six more emails the, this, the, that, the laundry, the, and we all know this. We've, you know, for decades been having these conversations, but just listen and enjoy it and, and be there for the moment. But, but like Sue Klebold said as well, it's, it's tell me more, like don't, don't allow them to stop when, when things are happening. Um, Ask more questions and dive in more. Yeah, she was, she was great. She was great. um, Great person to bring here and a great message. To give to, I mean, like I said, mostly parenting community was in the room, and some educators were also in the room, so it was that's, it was good. Oh, that's amazing. Um,
0: I want to know more about this podcast.
1: Um, the podcast we're doing is called Let's Talk, um, and again, the market is um parenting. Um, we did a focus group before COVID, um, we had about 15 different focus groups, about 200 plus, um, parents in the room, all socioeconomics, every walk of life you could think of that we could gather together in groups and kind of dissected parents. And I think what parents told us one of the things, but was, um, cause of course we had the childcare and the transportation and all the regular issues that come out. But parents said, there's so much information you can get nowadays, but when they feel most at peace and resolved is when they're hearing it from those around them in the community. Um, and that although I, being an insider in this community, sometimes listen to some of the things that they, they have no connections. You know, I'm like, oh, don't you know about this? Or didn't you know them? Or don't you go? Well, we brought so many people, 80% of the people we brought together of like a like couple hundred um They're not networked here. You know, they've moved here years ago or 10 10 years ago, and they they don't know all that. So anyway, so we started a podcast with local experts, and it is all geared towards different parenting issues. We've done um, internet safety with a police officer. We've done um, oral care because that is such a big deal, um, dental care. We've done, we did have Sue Klebold um, on one of the podcasts talking about mental wellness. Um, we have another one coming out soon with um, the theory of love and logic. Which, Ooh. Do you know love and logic?
0: I'm hoping to learn. <laughs> I'm listening.
1: It's um it's a disciplinary theory um, that is taught in the schools. And it actually has been around 20 some years. Um, And we do have love and logic classes in Oshkosh um, on and off. Uh, but it's a disciplinary approach. It's very interesting. It's very good. It's very good. Um, So we had an expert come in and talk about that. So, yeah, we try to find topics that um, parents are talking about at their kitchen table, and how can we bring people in to help those issues be a little bit easier on them.
0: That's really cool. Uh, Where can they find it?
1: I think it's on all main podcast sources. Otherwise, the Women's Fund of the Oshkosh Area Community Foundation um, or Go Oshkosh Kids websites. Um, we have links to them on both. Okay. Um, We've done seven, I think, to this point. So um, good feedback. Uh, well, The following for Go Valley Kids is amazing. I mean, Amanda of Go Valley Kids is just incredible. Shout out, Amanda. Shout out, Amanda. Yeah, she'd be my shout out. Um, So we're having like, and I don't know what is good in the podcast world necessarily, but we have about 500 listeners, about 18 minutes on average a time. And um, we try to make our podcasts about 25 to 30 minutes because what we're hoping is a mom is listening to it on her way to drop the kids off, pick the kids up, that kind of a thing,
0: I think. Five hundred uh, listeners, uh, lo- localish podcast. You're killing the game.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's because of her following. She has a huge following. Okay. Yeah. So so far so good. That's now it's fantastic. keeping the topics you know relevant and good and, um, but there's no shortage of issues that us as parents are going through. Whether your kid is two or your kid is 25, you know, you, you still have, I mean, sometimes people think that 18 is, you know, the cutoff moment. It's not the cutoff moment. It goes forever.
0: Oh no, it changes.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: It just changes. uh, But it's never over. No. And as, as a parent who loves their child, uh, crazily, um, I would never want it to end.
1: No. No, and you, and this is my opinion, everybody doesn't feel that way, but I'll, I'll take any tip or any feedback on how to be a better parent or how to be a better human. Um, and I think listening to some of these experts, every single show I have listened to, I have taken two things out of it and said, oh, I can change that behavior or I can, I didn't even think of doing it that way. And, and so... It's been it's been really good, and it's local people, so we're supporting each other like the cash does. We're supporting each other as a community and kind of webbing our ties like thicker together, which is important. Huge, yeah.
0: Um, I love it, and I love that there's another podcast. And I do think um, resources for parents we need all the resources we can get because <laughs> it's complex.
1: It is complex. And part of our concept is, you know, um, we, we do such great programming in Oshkosh for for kids and all of that. But if you send a child home that doesn't know how to read to their parents or mom, single mom, any of that, you know, have you made that cycle better? So we are trying to come in on the top end as opposed to the bottom end to say, if we help this grouping of people, will that intergenerationally help the next generation? That's a good strategy. Yeah. It's a different approach, right?
0: I think it's a thoughtful approach. Mm -hmm. You you can't beat that. right. Okay.
1: Good. I'm glad you approve.
0: (sighs) Well, you know, not that my approval is needed, but you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm sure other uh, cash listeners out there are also saying the same thing. Like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Good. (laughs) Um, Is there any last things you'd like to share?
1: Oh my gosh! Wow, that's um, that's a that's a lot. Oh um, no no!
0: And look, when I say last things, uh, I'm not saying it's got to be the last things. You can keep going, right? Yeah, it's, it's, there's no pressure here.
1: Um, I don't know. You know, we started like you said this kind of full circle conversation. We started talking about New Year's resolutions and and all that fun stuff because of the time of year. Um, if I have last things to share from my heart, it would always be. You know, every day is a day to have a New Year's resolution. Every day is a day to wake up and be a better parent. Every day is a day to wake up and be a better community member. Um, In addition to this parenting work, we we did a huge 10-year push on on isolation and how important it is to um, stay connected to individuals and such easy stuff. Like we were just talking about how easy it is to listen, how easy it is to stay connected. And and it doesn't take work and it doesn't take money. and those are the things that I try to remind myself every day when I wake up. Is today's a day I could make someone else's day, or I could, you know, um, do something a little extra special, and all those kind of cliche things, but they're real. And if everybody did that, I mean, it'd be incredible.
0: All right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you for. Being an amazing guest Uh, Kosh listeners you know what time this is Uh, We are starting to wind down the episode Uh, And thank you Thank you and thank you for taking Your time and spending it with us And listening Um, Please 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 if you would Like to be on the show Share what you think of an episode Um, We Totally love communication We are a work in progress Reach out to us at ask the at gmail.com. Once again, that is ask the Kosh at gmail.com. Um, I'm still asking people, hey, if you want to be part of the show, you want to do some shout outs, you want to send some birthday wishes, whatever it is, we do have a voicemail. Call in, let us know. We will play it live or record it live on an episode. And that phone number is 920203, actually, 920385 nine two nine eight yes i lost it there for a minute nine two zero three eight five nine two nine eight and lastly please 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 take some time and leave us a review let us know how we're doing uh reviews are super important in helping us uh helping other people's learn learn about the kosh and raise the profile um leave us a review you can leave it on our website at uh the kosh podcast.com or you can leave it on spotify or wherever you're listening to the kosh Whew. that was a lot right and now now truly for my favorite part of the show it is shout out time i love shout out time it is time so carly what do you got who are we shout out
1: um, I already mentioned them but i would i would still like to shout out uh, Wagner market would be a shout out to me um such a hometown beautiful little shopping experience every time I go there um the food co-op is is working hard and um doing a great job so I, I give a shout out to them and favorite little coffee shop elsewhere okay
0: love it All right, my my shout-outs this week I'd like to give a shout-out to the um, Martin Luther King uh, Planning Committee. Uh, We got a Martin Luther King event coming up here this coming up Monday, and I'm super excited about it. It's going to be great, so I want to give the committee has worked hard to to bring something solid to the community, and so I want to make sure that I give a really good shout-out to them. Big shout-out to Diverse and Resilient. Uh, If you don't know what Diverse and Resilient is, it's an Uh, LGBTQ, uh, focused, um, organization, um, kind of, it's really out of Milwaukee, but there is, there is a location out of Appleton. The work they do, um, to support the LGBTQ plus community is amazing. Um, and it's just nice that we have a resource like that in our region. Uh, and with that, so I want to send a shout out to our LGBTQ plus community community members uh just know hey we hear you we feel you much love um and you know what i'd love to have some guests think about it love to have you on all right and lastly i'd like to send a shout out to uh my parents uh We went through a little, uh, let's call it a health hiccup. And, um, I just want my mom and my dad know I love them. Love you very, very much. Appreciate you. And, um, let's, let's try to stay healthy y'all. Okay. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of stuff out here floating right now, uh, as I like to call it, the cootie and the crud. Uh, You know, let's let's be mindful of each other and make sure that we are doing the things that we need to do to not pass on the cooties or the crud to others, because uh, we do have vulnerable communities out there and they need us to be good neighbors and not get them sick. All right. So. We are on to the very last part of the show. And the last part of the show, Carlene, I hope you're ready for this. Mm -hmm. It is, you have choices. So it is parting words of wisdom, but we give you choices. And the choice is, you can either A, share some parting words of wisdom with the Kosh listeners. B, tell us, what would yourself today tell your 12-year-old self? Or C, all of the above, because I always like those on tests. You know, there's nothing there's nothing that would make a multiple choice test go hinky than all of the above. Right. Right. So.
1: Well, I'm going to stick with the flavor, I guess, of what I've talked about today and um, my parting words of wisdom. There's two quotes that I live by all the time in which I think I kind of just alluded to that. But um, is that every day is a new opportunity to to be a better you. And the other one is a Thomas Edison one that says, if we did everything we were capable of every day, we would absolutely astound ourselves. Um, so I think I think both of those ring in my mantras on, on a regular basis. And if I was to talk to 12-year-old Carlene, I would tell her to relax and enjoy the ride. Um, easier said than done, but that's what I would tell her.
0: Facts. Love it.
1: What'd you think? Thought it was awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you. The cash.